0: All right. Let's move into the fact uh, we have with us uh, the director of planning for the Mass Transit Administration, and uh, that's Kevin. Uh, I was uh, you didn't like me. I, you you don't mind being junior, do you? I don't. I okay, because I was. <laughs> that's all right. I, so Kevin Quinn, Kevin B. Quinn, Junior, and uh, he has um, been recognized as one of the top ten under forty in the transit industry. And uh, he's with us, and he's got a major, major responsibility. And my hope is that we're going to do a little bit to be of some help. But I'm looking, because I understand, I was just telling you, the seriousness of this is that those of you, you, and y'all know I'm right, we're in our cars. And we go about doing what we do. But there is a constituency that needs the bus. They need the transit system. And, and and that's why, oh, by the way, J.J., we got a report on that situation regarding the MTA and the school system and the students because the school board took some action uh, for the councilman um, at the city council this past Thursday. And so I want to make sure we get an update for you as to what that's going to do for the issue of our youngsters in the school system getting uh, use of a pass or something to work through that. Well, that that'll be something another point. But this morning... Uh, Kevin, we're going to have a discussion with you regarding some public hearings and other ways and means to let the public know. Uh, y'all want to be, you in the sense of the MTA, you want to make sure people know what's going on.
1: We want to make sure people know what's going on. There's a, there's a lot of changes coming, and we uh, we want to be sure we get the word out. We know uh, this is a bus system that needs a lot of help. You know, if, if you could find one of your listeners, find one person that says, this bus system works great, I'll give you $1,000. I mean, this bus this, system needs serious. some help. It's, it needs some help. And so, you know, we're trying to connect people better to jobs, connect people better to the, the light rail and the metro and the mark. And, you know, our region has changed. You know, downtown isn't what it was. White Marsh isn't what it once was. Towson isn't what it once was. You know, our region has changed. And we need a transit system that reflects that, that gets people to where they want to go on time and reliably every time.
0: I couldn't agree with you more, partner. Yeah. Um, so let's let's talk about a series of public hearings is now underway across the area aimed at transforming the local bus and rail system.
1: sure. so you know uh, about a year ago we you know started this project in Baltimore link and you know we started out by doing a bunch of uh, workshops and getting a ton of public comment. We did a, a three months of outreach last uh, January February. we did uh, additional public outreach over the summer. we collected over 2,000 comments we did over 200 community meetings, elected official briefings, public workshops, you know, all over the place. Uh, and now we're at the really formal, kind of legal, public hearings. And so, you know, the month of January from the 4th to the 19th, we're doing 14 public hearings. And so, you know, that's really to get people's final comment. You know, uh, you know what they like, what they don't like. You know, we can still make some changes. And, and then, uh, you know, around the beginning of March, we've got a final new bus network uh, that we think is going to work better for people. The network is set to go live uh, mid-June. Uh, it'll be mid-June of 2017. And, you know, w- you know, one day we'll have one system. The next day we'll have another system. And it'll be a big change for folks. And we want to be sure they're aware of what's coming and that uh, they're on board with what's coming.
0: How will they know about the the hearings? And the, we got the dates. So yep. um, I'm in Baltimore City, yep. uh, Baltimore County. Will it be in all the major subdivisions? Or how will we be able to
1: obtain where are these hearings gonna be sure so uh, you know we, we put out a press release you can check out Baltimorelink.com uh, for a list of all the public hearings I mean we've we've had uh, last night we were down in Highland town and we were in Towson The night before we were down in Dundalk but we've got hearings planned for white Martian State Center MedStar Harbor Hospital the American Brewery building out in East Baltimore at uh, humanum out in Randallstown, uh, Penn North at the Pennsylvania Avenue library Brooklyn Park, Central Church of Christ in West Baltimore, Catonsville, Waverly, Pimlico. We're trying to hit, you know, the region. We're trying to hit a lot of spots in the city. You know, you got to keep in mind, you know, we're the transit provider, not just for Baltimore City, but for much of Baltimore County and Anne Arundel County. Right, right, right And so right. we've really got to hit these hearings all around the region. You have the dates on, excuse these the dates? Uh, sure. So uh, on January 9th, uh, we're going to be in White Marsh and uh, a daytime hearing. Uh, that's in the evening and then uh, from, I think, 6 to 8 and then uh, State Center will be during the day 11 to 3. Uh, on the, the State Center is downtown Baltimore, right over of Preston. That's right. And uh, Dauphin area. Yep, that's mm-hmm. exactly right. So, uh, and then on the 10th, we'll be at MedStar, uh, as well as the American Brewery Building that night. Uh, on the 11th, uh, in Randallstown and Pennsylvania Avenue Library. Uh, on January 12th, in Brooklyn Park and Central Church of Christ in West Baltimore. On the 17th, we'll be at Catonsville Library. On the 18th, at the Waverly Library. And on the 19th, at Pimlico. Uh, so uh, we're, you know, we're trying course? to get out. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So we do it right in there. Yeah, It's been yeah. a good spot. We've done a couple of workshops there that have uh, been pretty well attended. You know, that community, they come out. It's That's... great. We get some good comments. Why is this needed, and why is it being done now? Yeah, so, uh, you know, our bus system hasn't been updated in 50, 60 years. You know, it's funny, because we say it hasn't been updated in 50 years. I actually can't find when it was updated, if it's ever been updated. So, you know, not all jobs are downtown anymore. We've got a region. Think about Towson fifty years ago, what that looked like. That's very different. And you know, our our downtown is very different. We still got a lot of jobs downtown, but you know, the way the region has developed, there's jobs everywhere, not just downtown. Uh, and so, you know, part of Baltimore Link is making also fundamental changes to how we how we get around the city. So right now we have very long routes that go, you know, far across the city, and that makes them highly unreliable. If you think about it, like the longer the route, the more uh, stuff it can run into, the more unreliable it can be. We also have tremendous congestion downtown. You know, Baltimore is the fifth most congested city in America. Whoa! And so. You know, I like to think about, you know, the downtown is kind of this hourglass on its side. Right. And you've got that small part of the hourglass is these four streets, Pratt, Lombard, Baltimore and Fayette streets. That's that small part of, you know, kind of a sand clock, you know, on its side. And we take these buses from the far east side and we send them through that really small part of the hourglass. And guess what happens? They get jammed up and they pop out on the other side and they're 15 minutes late. They're 20 minutes late. We turn them around and we send them right back through that downtown and we do it again. And then people say, Why is my bus late? And it's, you know, we, we don't need to send every bus downtown through that congestion. So, you know, a cool part of Baltimore Link is also uh, dedicated lanes that we're rolling out. Uh, and so we're excited about those pieces as well.
0: So, is the bottom line, uh, Kevin, that the bus routes will be changing as a result of this whole process?
1: Yes. Bus routes will be changing. Now, how uh, are we yeah. going
0: to educate?
1: Yeah. That's the biggest concern. It is. To, as you stated, yeah. it's been running. Yeah. And people
0: are just dealing with what they know to be this vehicle and other vehicles you're going to use to say, this is how the system will be. And now I noticed on some of the buses, you got the Baltimore, uh, Baltimore Link. Yeah. So at least the word is coming out. That's right. Because uh, I see that. But how are we going to get the uh, the lady who lives in a neighborhood sure. or the gentleman or a person who lives in a neighborhood to say, this bus is no longer going to be going the
1: direction it used to go. Yeah. So beginning in March, uh, March through June. So March, uh, April, May, June. So we got about three and a half months to roll out the biggest public education campaign the MTA has ever undertaken. And part of it is street teams. You know, we're going to have people on the buses, you know, handing people maps, having those one-on-one conversations. You know, I uh, I really... Uh, you know, when we look at, at putting up materials, you know, we we could put up all the posters in the world, but you can't force people to read them. you got to have those one on one conversations of tell me where you're going today and how I can help you get there in the future.
0: Good. Yeah.
1: That we so we got a
0: call. We're in White, White Marsh. Uh, it's at the White Marsh Library. OK. Yeah. See, that's how we do it. Yep. Now, what about um, give us the scope of what's happening? As an example, there are a lot of bus stop signs around the city. They're going to be changing after you put the, I'm going
1: to call it a street team. Yeah. And then you're going to have other means to get people informed. Yeah. So you're going to start to, so, so you know, the scale of this project is pretty massive. Not only are we changing routes, but we're updating 5,000 bus stops, 5,000. We're replacing 5,000 bus my, stops. So, my, my. you know, the bus stop that's out there right now is a blue sign with a white number. That's it. You better know where that bus is going. And so we're putting out. 5,000 brand new signs that say where the bus is going, how often it's running, you know, where it's going, you know, kind of no brainer things that signs should say. And so uh, those signs will start going up. um, uh, You know, it's not just the signage, but it's, you know, the buses, you know, it's an overhaul of how the buses look. Uh, So they're they're branded the right way. People know it's a single system. Uh, And then there's also great technology aspects that we're doing, like transit signal priority, where buses are communicating with traffic signals that helps, you know, either shorten red lights or lengthen green lights so that buses can get through through intersections faster. We're rolling out 200 new bus shelters on the system. So we've got 400 bus shelters out on the system now, and we've gotten some great comments and feedbacks of locations for an additional 200 shelters we're going to be putting out there on the system some really great improvements in addition to some transfer facilities i mean we're it's it's a massive project a lot of construction a lot of great changes for the system that are desperately needed
0: there the, this sounds like a lot of changes are coming to the way people ride the mta uh will there be people as you stated not only on the bus but
1: light rail and metro substance? Yes. Yeah. So we'll have people out there, um, you know, we're, and we're looking, you know, you got to hit people in different ways. You know, radio, being here today yes. is a great way of getting the word out. appreciate that. And, and, yeah, definitely. And and, and we want to come back throughout, you know, the time period to get the word out. We'll and, work it out. Yeah. And uh, so whether it's uh, radio, TV, street teams, that person to person contact, uh, you know, we want to get the word out. We want to work with elected officials. You know, you know, we send a letter to elected officials saying, hey, this change is coming. They blast that out to all these community groups, and they put it in their newsletters and their, you know, their email newsletters. They talk about it at community meetings. We come out to community meetings. We've come out to hundreds of community meetings and had these conversations with folks so they know what's coming, when it's coming, how it's going to change their, their commute.
0: Now, let's talk about the public hearings. Mm-hmm. Is this the first time that Baltimore area residents will hear about the plan?
1: No. We've, uh, so, you know, uh, uh, you know, we've done a couple rounds of outreach. And uh, you know we've gotten some great feedback. We've made a lot of a, a lot of changes. You know we have pieces of our system today that work. They they work well. We have some system, some some routes that work well. We have other routes that do not work at all. And and they are notoriously uh, you know not on time, uh, unreliable. And so those you know a lot of those routes are changing. Um, and so you know people have had several rounds of comment. We've had this plan out for comment for you know almost a year and a half now. And we're on the third version, and that's the version that's going to public hearings for final comment, get people's final take on it.
0: If our listeners can't make it to one of the hearings, how else can they comment on Baltimore Link?
1: Yeah. uh, Again, best way is our website, www.baltimorelink.com. Folks can request information. Uh, We have, you know, route comparison maps. We have a whole, uh, you know, route book that people can look at and, and some comparison documents. So, you know, today... You know, you take the, the number one and you want to see what's going to happen to it. You can look it up and we've got uh, some documents that show that we have a trip planner that's on there that folks can do a comparison, put in their address, you know, just like Google Maps, you know, where they're uh, coming from, where they're going. You know, they hit enter and the screen splits in half and it shows them how you know they make that trip today and how they're going to make that trip in the future under this new network. <sighs> I tell you, Kevin, I, I, I don't know. Well, I'm about about say you're gonna
0: get some gray hair, but uh, I some, I got a lot already. <laughs> got, I got a lot already. You really
1: do
0: <laughs> be to be at forty. But uh, let me just so, say yeah. this: it's <sighs> I had some hesitations at first, sure. But as I, because I'm 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 in a car nine. I I hate to say this, I haven't been on an MTA bus in, in some time, but I do have yeah. relatives and others. Uh, I'm very close with uh, some of the people who. Uh, some of your, some of the best bus drivers in, in, in the nation, I think, we have here with yeah, us. Yes, we do. In, in, in our state, in the city. Uh, what exactly will the drivers learn th- their routes, and how will that be part of your game plan?
1: Yeah, a big focus of this is uh, our driver, our operator training. Uh, and so that's extensive. And so um, all of our operators are undergoing training. They're going to undergo training on the new system so that they know, uh, where to go. They've got to know new transfer points. They've got to know some new routes. They've got to know what stays the same and what changes. And they've got to know, uh, you know, the questions that people are going to have for them and, and how to be able to answer them and direct them to the right information or hand them the right information. And so, you know, our operators are, you know, the face of the agency. And we have, uh, I agree with you, some of the best operators in the nation. We have some fantastic bus operators, and they've also given us, you know, of those two thousand comments I mentioned. Guess what? Four hundred of those came from our bus operators, and resulted in a lot of well, great changes to the system. So they understand. They do. Wonderful. They do. Wonderful. Uh, David McClure, uh, if
0: you have, you have to, no, something. Uh, I have respect for, Let me back up. I would suggest they have a show on here from twelve to one on Tuesday. It's called mm-hmm. Lunch with Labor, and uh, I think that's a. It's picked up a tremendous, tremendous following. Hmm. So if you haven't had a chance, uh, certainly get with uh, Dave McClure. Sure. Yep. And see if y'all can't get on there. And uh, we have about 22 customized shows. So at some point, I'll speak with your account exec. Okay. Because I think this is, I mean, I don't want people missing out on knowing what's necessary yeah. when this change is coming. Uh, it, it 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 still bothers me when I drive sometime. And I wish I could stop and pick somebody up and take them where they want to go. I sure. can't do that. Yep. So, yep. but you know who will? Your, your your bus company. They sure will. Y'all will do it. They sure and, will. And and I just feel that those of us who have our cars, uh, we think we're the only ones out. No, 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 no. You got a constituency that depends on the MTA, mm-hmm. and 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 so we need to be about the business of watching out for them. And, and and hopefully one day they'll get that car. But I can remember as a youngster in that rain and that snow standing there waiting. And uh, I'm not going to forget that. So I want to make sure we can get the information out to people who need it. So I commend the MTA. I commend you, sir, for having the job. And I, I sense in you you want this
1: to come off right. I do. I do. <laughs> we are committed. We've got a whole team of folks. I mean, the MTA is committed to doing this right and to making it happen and to providing a better bus service for for all, you know, everybody in the region that deserves it. I mean, everybody deserves a bus that shows up when it says it's going to show up. You know, our you know, we look at our schedules as our contract with our passengers. And when every time we break that contract, we lose a passenger. And, you know, we we need to have schedules that work. Uh, We need to have a system that works that is fundamentally sound that can get you from A to B when you need to get there. I'm impressed.
0: You got a closing statement? We're just about time to wrap up.
1: Uh I encourage everybody to get out to the hearings. Uh, you know, this really finalizes the network. Um, get your comments in. Uh we we wanna see some good um uh you know folks show up at the hearings, give some comments and uh and then you know look out for us on the bus and you know uh learn learn how to use your route, your new route if it changes, and uh and, and we'll see you on the bus.
0: There you go. Thank you for making this appearance. You didn't call. You came in live. I like it when people
1: do that. Definitely.
0: Appreciate you, man. Yeah, thank you. All right. And family, we will certainly find a way to include us in the discussion. And as the process evolves, we want to keep you informed. I, I promise you that. I'm I'm, I'm not going to be one of those folks who get in the car thinking that it's only us. No, there's a major constituency that needs the information. And so we want Lottie Dottie in everybody to get the information and use it well. How about that?